0: You're listening to Stand Out, Get Noticed, Episode 179. Hi there, Rockstar, and welcome to Stand Out, Get Noticed. I'm Christina Cantor's speaker, coach, and founder of The C-Method, where I help high-performing professionals and business leaders to build powerful communication skills. Learn more at thecmethod.com. Now, each week here on the podcast, we address a different topic to help you to build a success mindset, present yourself with confidence, build strong relationships, and be an all-round better human. Join our community over on Facebook, search for the group The C Method Rockstars, or go to thecmethod.com community. We cannot wait to connect with you there. Okay, let's get into it. If I were to tell you that you weren't allowed to speak for a full weekend, how would you respond? What feelings does the thought of not speaking conjure up for you? Anxiety? Dread? Perhaps longing? Ah, oh, silence. Some of you are thinking, if only I had some silence. I ask because I recently went on a weekend silent retreat where we weren't allowed to talk, communicate, or look at our phones for the weekend. Now, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you'll know that I'm a big fan of getting out of my comfort zone and encouraging others to do the same. I believe that pushing out of our comfort boundaries is one of the best ways to learn and grow. And I've done it with stand-up comedy, playing my ukulele on the street, um, doing these podcasts in a single take, things like that. Now, when I thought about going silent for an extended period, it conjured up that little feeling of of anxiety, of the thought of doing something new. And I like to translate this as excitement. I was thinking my body's telling me that this is something outside my comfort zone and therefore a good challenge to take on. And I told my Toastmasters club, um, I said, I'm going to do this silent retreat. And they were all speechless. Did you did you laugh? Did you is that funny? No? Okay, all right, move on. They said, they they said we can't imagine Christina, one of the most talkative people in the group, going silent. I said nothing. Just to prove them wrong. Okay, no more bad jokes, I promise. So in this episode, so I went on the silent retreat, and in this episode, I'm gonna share with you some of the insights I gained from my time there and how these insights and lessons can help all of us to be more effective when speaking in public and when having conversations and general interactions with others. Yes, it turns out not communicating communicating, can help us to become better at communicating. And you'll see what I mean in a moment. Show notes for this episode will be at thecmethod.com silent. And you'll find those links in the description in your podcast app. Before we get to that, I have a quick shout out to a podcast listener, Sherlene. and sherlene has been a listener since my very, very first podcast. And she wrote to me recently, she wrote, um, I thought I'd let you know that I've been listening to your podcast and there are some episodes that I absolutely love and would keep going back to, example, Sari DeLamotte and Christopher Browning. Also, I got my partner to listen to some episodes which I felt were relevant to him and now we speak about you like he knows you. Christina this, but Christina said that and blah, blah, blah. I Then um, I did meet up with Shirlene and um, she explained to me that they have been helping her partner in helping him go for his job interviews when normally he doesn't like taking on help or asking advice from people, but apparently he's been listening to the podcast and enjoying it and taking value from it. And that was brilliant to hear. So thank you so much, Shirlene, for listening, for your support and for sharing that with me. It really um it motivates me to keep on doing what I'm doing. Now, you, if you, dear rock star, listening to this have also have a family member or a friend who you feel would benefit from this episode or perhaps a past episode, then please do as Shirlene has done and share it with them and say, "You must listen to this. It's awesome, in fact, I'll show you how to subscribe, Give me your phone, I'm going to subscribe to it right now and 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 listen so this is this is one of the best ways to get the show um shared and heard and and reached by more people. So I really appreciate your help with that. Okay, let's get back to the main topic of this podcast around the silent retreat. So firstly, what exactly is a silent retreat? Some of you might be really curious about this. So they can vary as to what the focus is, but the one that I went on was focused on meditation. So it was a meditation retreat where you do three to four meditation sessions a day. They each went for an hour, um, but, you all, but you were silent the rest of the time. It was run by an organization called the Kadampa Meditation Center in Melbourne, and they were fantastic. I'll link it up in the show notes. This particular retreat was set in the beautiful bushy surrounds in Monbok, in the Dandenongs, which is about 90 minutes from Melbourne. And it was so lush. It was amazing. I went with my, I went with my, my dear friend, Shannon Merlot from Inspired Outcomes Business Coaching. I was actually the one who suggested it to her and she was immediately keen for the challenge. Although she was a little anxious about how she would cope, but more on that later. We arrived on the Friday evening at 6pm for registration and we tiptoed up to the centre because we were a bit unsure of whether we were supposed to be silent as soon as we arrived. We were like, "Mm, are we allowed to speak now? But it was all good. We were allowed to speak. They explained that the silence started at bedtime that evening and it ended on the Sunday after the first meditation session. So we spent all of our dinner time talking, 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 getting all of our talking out. Now in the briefing, they told us the rules and here's the rules. No talking, obviously, no gesturing, which meant no, so no hand signals, no eye contact and no communicating in terms of, no holding doors open for each other. So the idea was no communication and and I'll, I'll go in more detail into this uh, in, in a moment. But essentially no communication, no phones, which also meant no music, no podcasts. Oh, no, no podcasts. Um, you weren't allowed to read anything that was sort of unrelated to the spiritual practices we were being taught. So no romance novels, no business books. Um, you were only allowed to read spiritual books, which they did provide at the centre. Now, the days were divided up into mealtimes and meditation classes with spare time in between. The meditations were run by a wonderful Buddhist nun, her name's Luna. She was very young, super funny, super easy to connect with. Um, and at the introduction on the first night, she set our expectations well. She explained what are some things that might come up. And she ran each session and the classes were focused on teaching us about the mind and how it works. And then we would spend about 35 minutes doing a guided meditation. So each session was about an hour, an hour. Now, Luna, our teacher was obviously allowed to speak. She was the only one who would speak, but everyone else would be silent. Even the wonderful people who made our meals and prepared our meals and and presented them to us, we weren't even allowed to look at them in the eye or say thank you for the meal, which was kind of hard at the, at the time, but you just get used to it. Now, why do people go on silent retreats? Various reasons, I suppose, but the main point of a silent retreat is to get away from all distractions, including human interaction, to be with yourself. And they say that when you're free from distraction, the reality within can be observed. Stay with me here. This isn't a journey into the self. This podcast, um, but that is the point of of the of the silent retreat. Now, the reason I went was because I I was looking for some space. I felt like I was very overwhelmed with all the work that I'm doing, all the the podcast projects, uh, jobs that I'm working on um, with my other business, podcast services Australia, and there was just a lot going on, and I really wanted to just get away and just be by myself for a little while. And I'm a very social person. I love being around people. And even I get to the point where I'm like, I just need some time, time to myself. I'm sure you've felt this way at some point in your life. Um, So there was that and also the fact that it was a comfort challenge, something out of my comfort zone, something new. I also wanted to build up my meditation practice and learn from an expert because how often do you get to hang out with a Buddhist nun? Not every day. Okay, so let's get into the, you know, how did we go? So um, I've got three main things I want to share with you today, three big ideas. And the first one is around uh, what I mentioned before about how when we're free from distractions, the reality within can be observed. And what I noticed is that when you are by yourself, just by yourself with no distractions, your true self comes out. Yeah. When you're by yourself, your true self comes out. So if you rockstar are looking to get to know yourself a little better, you want to connect better with your goals, your vision, your purpose. I know we've been talking a lot about purpose recently on the podcast. Spending time by yourself in quiet contemplation is going to help this to to come forth. And you don't need to go on a silent retreat to get this. You can do this through sitting quietly in the mornings by yourself. Um, Make that part of your morning routine maybe. Doing some meditation, doing yoga and being in a place that is free from screens and distraction and noise, like away from the TV, away from the phone. So Shannon and I, so my friend Shannon who came with me, we were debriefing afterwards and one of the things we both agreed upon or agreed on was that we started off well in the at the retreat. We were very calm but then it slowly started to turn and it became more and more challenging as we went. So we did a bit of a debrief. We went for a walk. So this was after. I'm going to play you some audio that I took on my phone after well, the know. silence had ended and we we tiring, went for a walk but it is, so here are some thoughts like from Shannon and I about how I we went take a this listen morning, the start was all very blissful and very like new
1: and very calming and I was actually thinking we should do weekends like this Yeah, not talk to each other but going into yesterday last night and this morning been very erratic I suppose in my thinking and now coming out of it I feel a little bit shell-shocked I think yeah why do you think you got more erratic as it progressed I think because the norm of our life is to be erratic and so the new the newness of the start is kind of like oh this is new and this is calming and this is oh, it was so nice
0: just sitting amongst the trees and <laughs>
1: listening to the birds oh it was and... so good i was oh, like ate... i want to do this forever <laughs> when i ate lunch i was like very mindful and chewing and i was very like yeah. calm and then towards the end of the day i was like Rah! by the <laughs> afternoon i was like i am exhausted we as ca- our characters do tend to get energy from people yeah, and the interaction from people mm. And so I did wonder whether, like, my my thing was to nurture and because I couldn't nurture anyone, I wasn't getting energy and I wondered whether part of yours is because yours is about,
0: you know, interacting with people and not getting energy in that way. Now, I thought this was really interesting. I think Shannon was right and I didn't realise this at the time, but I do need other people around me for energy. That's how I naturally am. So to me, this was an exercise in potentially drawing energy from other places, like myself. And, yeah, I didn't realise how bored I would get. So that was an example of my true self coming through. And I also found it so interesting that Shannon's struggles were very different to mine. I asked her to explain more about her need to nurture. So tell me about a moment where you wanted to nurture someone and you couldn't. Well, I wanted to nurture you because...
1: (laughs) you're the best. Well, because... Knowing that, that your thing, your energy, character is about interacting, I was really concerned. I'm getting so emotional that you were uncomfortable and didn't have what you needed to be happy. <laughs> and as a result, I was really confronted. Like I was so. And it actually. This might, I, I don't know. I don't know if that was about me needing to fulfil my needs, but because I couldn't fulfil you and I couldn't check in with you and I couldn't make sure that you were okay, it was and like I'm crying. It was mm. really hard.
0: Thank you to Shannon for letting me share this with you. As you can hear, it takes real courage to get out of your comfort zone and to face the unknown. It was a challenge for both of us. We didn't know how it was going to go. So it was great to have each other there to, you know, have, you know, when, when you do do something outside your comfort zone, I want to relate this back to, back to your life. You know, you don't have to do a silent retreat, but this relates to anything that's outside your comfort zone. The reason why it's scary is because it's unknown. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how we're going to respond, but that's why you need that courage to just push through and go okay I'm going to do this anyway I feel the fear I feel the uncertainty but I'm going to do it anyway because I'm and I'm going I'm I'm I trust that I will be able to deal with whatever happens and even in that case take someone along with you who you trust and you feel you can depend on It was great having Shannon there to debrief after afterwards with and to share those challenges Now, I have two more big ideas for you that um, I took away from the silent retreat. The first is that we are always communicating. We are always communicating. Now, when I first went on this, when I first signed up for the retreat, I thought it was just no speaking. But like I said earlier, the, the silence included no eye contact, no holding doors, because when you hold a door open for someone, you're still communicating to them yeah? You're still saying to them, I am considerate of you. I see that you are there. I see you are behind me and I see that you want to come into this room. So I'm going to be polite and hold the door open for you. Even something as simple as that is communication. Now, the reason why this is important for you is because so often in the workplace or when when we're doing a presentation, we focus so much on the words we say. We focus on the what, but we tend to ignore or we don't pay as much attention to everything else about us that speaks to. So if you think about it, simply making eye contact with someone or looking at the way that you stand or let's say you're at a, a networking event and you're feeling really nervous, so you you look at your you have your head down, you look at your phone, you put your hand in your pocket. What is that communicating to other people? Is that inviting them to come over and speak to you? I think not. Ross, you might be That's not what's going on in your head. You might be thinking, oh, I don't really know what to say to anyone. I don't know who to approach. So I'm just going to look at my phone. But then you you're communicating a, a different message to others. Okay. So, we are always communicating. Same with your facial expressions. Um, Some people are naturally more expressive. So, when you're talking to them, they'll nod, their eyebrows might go up, you know, they might smile, they might look confused. So, they're communicating what they're thinking with their face. Now, other people are less like this naturally. There's nothing wrong with it. You may be less like this naturally and um my sister Zay who has been on the podcast before um just so you know she's changed her name from Lizay to Zay to Zay um she explained to me that she's she's one of these naturally not very expressive people she said when she watches someone speak she internalizes her emotions so she might be feeling happy or sad or interested but she won't show it on her face and that's okay that's what's natural for her but this can be detrimental to our relationships if the other person is getting that different message. So this is something that, you know, it's good to be aware of. Am I, how am I communicating with everything else that is not my words? How am I standing? What does my face say? Am I holding a door open for someone or am I just being rude? (laughs) You know, all those sorts of things. So that was that, that was another big idea for you. And the final big idea I want to share with you is that being present is powerful. Now, I have never seen anyone be so present and calm when public speaking than our meditation guide and teacher, Luna. We would all stand up when she came in out of respect and she would quietly take her seat at the front. In front of the microphone, and we would all sit down. And she would gently gaze out at the audience. Take a breath. And she would calmly begin her class. And she would pause. Like the the pause was almost excruciating, but at the same time it was calming. Cause she you could tell she had zero anxiety. You know, she's a zen-like, she's Perfectly zen, right? So you'd hope that she wasn't anxious about speaking um, to to a large group, but she would just stop and gaze out and pause and say, "In today's meditation, we're going to be looking at the mind." You know, and she spoke so measured. And when people ask, okay, so we weren't allowed to ask a question technically, but we could write down a question, so she would go through these written questions and she would look at each question and she would think and she didn't seem to be flustered at all by the fact that there was this deafening silence like you could hear a pin drop i could hear people's the pe- pe- people next to me i could hear their stomachs gurgling that is how quiet it was yet luna was just so just so calm and It really emphasized to me how powerful it can be when you are so present in the moment. It made me want to hang off her every word. Now think about it. How often have you got up to speak and maybe, you know, you're doing just 60 seconds or you were doing a full presentation. How often have you got up to speak in front of a group and then sat down and then was like, I don't remember anything I just said. Because all you can feel is your heart beating and your hands shaking, but you can't remember anything. It happens to all of us. Okay. It happens to all of us. And w- the reason why this happens is because we're not connected to ourselves. We're like floating up above somewhere. It's like, it's almost like an out of body experience. Now, the way we can start to overcome this and truly be connected is to, Practice these ground, like grounding techniques, and to be and to practice truly connecting with ourselves and our message. And I know it's very, this is like a whole other podcast, and it might sound a bit airy fairy um, right now. But one thing that you can do is when you're speaking with someone, so practice this. When you're speaking with someone one on one, be fully present with them. Pretend you're the only two people in the room. It doesn't mean to fix them with an intense stare, right? Just a gentle gaze. And try your best to listen to what they're saying without jumping in. For my more extroverted listeners, I know you can tend to get excited. I'm the same. And you want to contribute to the conversation because what they're saying is really great. And you're like, you want to jump in and go, oh I know, and and and, and continue the conversation. But I challenge you to hold your thoughts hold your speech and to let them speak and just listen you may find that you gain some new insights you may not have uh, received had you jumped in early you may also maybe feeling that you, you may also be thinking about the next question you want to ask So when someone's speaking, you're nodding furiously, but in your head, you're thinking, what am I going to say next? What am I going to say next? Oh God, what am I going to say next? I hope I say something smart and intelligent. Otherwise, they're going to think I'm a loser. That will often go on in many people's heads, mine included. So my challenge to you is to try to push that aside, leave it behind and bring all your focus to what this person is saying and trust that by listening intently, that will then help you to formulate your next question. Mm. Try that. I challenge you to, to, um, to try that. Okay, so those are some of the things that I took away from this silent retreat. I took away many more things, a lot of very spiritual things, you know, like happiness comes from within and um, have compassion for all living beings and, you know, understand that all living beings deserve to be happy and their happiness is important. Um, but they're topics that are sort of not quite for this podcast, although they were still very impactful Impactful for me, not quite for this podcast. But if that is something that you want to learn more about, then do go and check out the – I'll put the link in the description of this app to that meditation organisation um, it is based in the Buddhism spiritual practice, but the retreat itself wasn't religious focused. It was more of that spiritual um, meditation. So You don't have to be Buddhist to go, and they don't try to convert you to Buddhism. Um, they just they just teach you the you know those heartfelt um, spiritual ways. Okay, so I want to just share one more thing because. When I've told people that I've been doing this meditation retreat, uh, the silent retreat, a lot of people immediately respond with, oh, I couldn't do that. Now, if this is something that you found yourself reacting with, oh, I don't know how you do that. I couldn't possibly do that. I want you to ask yourself a question. Ask yourself, is this true? Ask yourself, is this true? because a lot of the time we tend to have these knee-jerk reactions where we go, oh no, 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 couldn't do that. Not for me. But I want you to think about, have you accomplished other things before that you originally thought, oh no, couldn't do that? Maybe you were forced into something or maybe someone coaxed you gently into doing that thing and then you went and did it and you found that you could. So on that, If that was a reaction you had, if you, if you saw the, you know, the title of this podcast and went, Oh, I couldn't do that. I want you to challenge that, challenge that thought and bring that into your day to day life so that next time something comes up at work, maybe it's an opportunity for a new role. Maybe it's an opportunity to speak. Maybe it's an opportunity to opportunity to represent your company at a, at an event or a conference or something. And your immediate response is, Oh no, I couldn't do that. I'm not ready. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't have those qualifications. I want you to ask yourself, is this true? And have I done other things before that I originally couldn't think I did? Couldn't think I do. And you may surprise yourself. And that right there, my friends, is the comfort zone bubble. And as you build your courage to push through that and go, you know what? I'm feeling the fear, but I'm doing it anyway. Hey, if Christina cannot talk for two days straight, then maybe I can go to this conference or maybe I can do this presentation. So have a think about that. That's my my challenge for you this week. So that brings us to the end of this podcast. I hope that it's been at least somewhat insightful for you. Um, show notes will be at thecmethod.com slash silent. I'll put all the links there that I mentioned to that uh, meditation organization there um, as well. Now, before I leave you, I do want to remind you to join our community on Facebook. So uh, We've had so many new people join and it's wonderful to meet all of the podcast listeners who are looking for support in their speaking and communication journey. Um, I've been loving meeting all of you, so thanks to all of you who have already joined and who have um, commented and shared your story with us. If you haven't yet joined, do come on over. We're called the C Method Rockstars, and there's a link in the description of this podcast app as well. And that is all from me this week. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Keep on being awesome, and I'll talk to you next week. I'm Christina Canters, and this has been Standout. Get noticed.